Across the UK, this is Broadcast Revolution's Radio Road Trip. Hello and welcome to another episode of Broadcast Revolution's Radio Road Trip. I'm Darren and I'm delighted to say joining me today, uh, it's a double header. We have Sarah Hendy, who's programming and content producer at Manx Radio, and Ben Hartley, breakfast show presenter as well at Manx Radio. Hello to both of you. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Hi, uh, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. Um, we'll get things going. Let's firstly, um, you know, sort of go straight in. Obviously, it's been a crazy uh, five, six months. How have things changed at Manx Radio from around sort of Feb, March time? I think it changed massively to begin with because obviously our full focus from about mid-March onwards really went into coronavirus because we were a couple of weeks behind the UK over here as things were building up across the water uh, with you we were watching that very closely and then it also happened really quickly from mid-March onwards we started having daily press conferences uh, from the government we had the first case the 19th of March so very much focused uh, on coronavirus and it was literally all the news we had for for a number of weeks uh, but now uh, because we're in a very lucky position here on the island um we are around about said uh, the 100 day marker now of being uh, covid free we've had no active cases for around about 100 days we're speaking uh, towards the end of august here so we've kind of moved back to a bit more of how we were um before covid but yeah it's been I think we've said, haven't we, on a number of occasions, you know, this is the biggest story any of us have ever worked on. Yeah, and in terms of our um, daily lives here at the station, we've, a lot of us have been working from home. Ben's been right at the centre of it all as the breakfast show presenter. Um, but we've found that we've kind of, I feel as though the community kind of regressed in a sense, in that where, say, 30 years ago, Mike's Radio was very much at the centre of the community and the go-to place. We still are if there's a storm or the schools are going to close for whatever reason. Um, and that, I think, Mike's Radio sort of became that again. People were, I know people who never usually listen to the, the you know, they might catch the headlines, but weren't, you know, don't, we're a lot more speech content and a lot of people who I spoke to would usually listen to music and things they were listening to Manx radio all day all evening working from home company on in the background but also they knew that Manx radio was the place that they were going to find out all of the latest correct information because you know the rumor mill starts turning and it I think it really reaffirmed for us our role in the Manx community that period of time I think what you've said is what a lot of uh, stations have said that local radio just became so important. It was, you know, you know, everyone was tuning in to get to get the information. So tell us a little bit more then um, for those unaware about Manx Radio, how you, you know, how you perform as a station, your sort of target audience, um, and then maybe uh, specifically a little bit more about the breakfast show. Okay, so uh, our target audience is anyone and everyone on the Isle of Man um, because of the service that we offer as public service broadcaster. Um, but we really, we operate as um, the, the place to learn really we've got all of the latest information so travel and all of the all of the usual kinds of things but we also have a big focus on um community programs so we have farming and we have um arts and um our native gaelic language as well plays a big part in our programming so um 
it's yeah it's it's really a, a place of a place of information isn't it and uh, yeah and we're an interesting hybrid as well because we're part commercial part government funded so we have government funding uh, but also a large part of our income is made up from uh, commercial uh, sponsorship and advertising so that that can be an interesting mix sometimes between the, the public service commitments and actually the the commercial side as well so we're quite different in in that respect to many other radio stations and as far as the breakfast show is concerned we relaunched our breakfast offering almost a year ago it was October 2019 and we'd had a, an hour-long speech program in the morning up till then it felt that perhaps time had moved on a little bit and we needed to rework it introduce some music into it make it a bit more uh, pacey sort of shorter more bite-sized interviews to get those really sort of key important messages over it was interesting when we first changed because inevitably you always get a bit of a backlash when you make any kind of change and this was a particularly big change we relaunched the whole schedule but Thankfully, it seems to have, have really settled down and our breakfast show mantra now is to really reflect what are people talking about. We've had a, a big broadband outage on the island over the last couple of days. Of course, that's affecting thousands of people. Your broadband's not working. Well, it's a, a huge issue. So we've been trying to get updates about that every morning. We do all the weather. We've had some storms here this week. Travel news on the island. People really like the travel news. They like to know if the road they go to work is going to be bad with visibility or fog or flooded as has been the case uh, this week. So it's really to give you everything you need to know to start the day and particularly during the, the sort of coronavirus lockdown um, you know we were just giving the, the daily updates and, and dropping music to actually include more news because it was absolutely that information that people needed to know particularly during that time affecting their daily life more than ever before. And tell me then about the sort of guests that you like um, on I'm, I'm assuming local is important to you but um, aside from local guests are there celebrities are there ever you know experts type of guests that you you would like offered to you and um, we have a lot of uh, local content as you say you know our local guests are kind of key but it's always nice if there's if there's a story um happening across the water there that has a, a local angle or somebody could speak who's informed then yeah we'd, we'd always look at that wouldn't we yeah and um on a couple of our speech programs uh, we've got a community program at lunchtime called the man in line where we really encourage listeners to get in touch it's their platform to have their say and if there's um if there's a topic that's hot at the moment um we often have had medical experts on the phone uh, we, you know we prefer to speak to local experts but if that's just not possible then um we've made great use of gns offerings particularly um in terms of like uh statistics and um and health you know information um sharing sometimes so giving a broader picture yeah, isn't it? Exactly. you know we, we, yeah. we very much focus on what's happening here but of course we keep a close eye as well on what's happening in the uk and beyond that as well if yeah. it has an effect here and, and people are still very interested in what's going on around yeah. the world so we always try and reflect that as well yeah and on the lighter side um we have a couple of specialist music programs as well and uh, the morning show particularly um which follows ben's breakfast show they you know if there's a musician coming to the isle of man um they're always keen to get them on as well so it's uh, yeah, it's a good mixture and what's the sort of split between at the moment coronavirus and non-coronavirus stories it's interesting because we have moved on somewhat uh, in terms of our coronavirus coverage and the fact that there's not as much news about it as there was uh, sort of two, three months ago. And I think there's a, a bit of a split, isn't there, in the fact that there's coronavirus stories. 
uh, that directly relate to the pandemic. There are stories that are indirectly related. For example, the Isle of Man and Guernsey have set up an air corridor. So we have an air link uh, between the two islands. And that's been a fascinating story yeah. to watch play out over the last few weeks. So that's a new kind of second category. It's happening because of the virus. And then there's lots of other stories going on. And, and this has changed really over the last couple of months uh, where kind of what you, you might say more normal stories have come back into the mix. For example, the broadband outage this week, uh, big weather stories over the last couple of weeks. We've had some really bad weather and lots of just your general everyday stories. Life has kind of gone back to normal to a large extent here on the island. So your more normal non-coronavirus stories, for want of a better way of putting it, have, have come back more into the fore. And, it, and it's all on merit as well. Um, as I say, we're around the 100 day marker of the island being COVID free. So obviously that's a big thing. So we're, we're focusing perhaps at the moment a bit more on the virus than we have over the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. And where do you both get your news from? So neither of us actually work in the news department. Uh, we have the biggest news team on the Isle of Man uh, who do a fantastic job. But um, being such a small community, a lot of it is word of mouth, um, sort of people on the inside of, um, you know, government departments and things press releases facebook is really big on the isle of man really high reach here um and the timwell paper as well our parliamentary um uh paper every every sitting we get a lot of information from there as well but i think the tip-offs are the most exciting ones because you get a call and you know it's a it can start off sounding like a rumor and <laughs> um, by the end of the day you've got a really exciting yeah, story to share yeah that's an interesting one because you know the isle of man rumor mill can yeah. regularly go into overdrive but actually because you know we it is a small community you know who your reliable sources are so yeah. if, if one of those was to phone up with a bit of a tip off you would definitely take that seriously and make further investigations into that but it's a whole mix and also what's quite interesting is where we're situated we're on a headland overlooking the capital of the island and quite often by <laughs> yeah. looking out of the window you can sort of see you might see flashing blue lights down on the promenade and think oh something's going on down there or we're right above the at uh, the ferry terminal so if there are ever any issues with the ferry you might think oh hang on the boat should have left 45 minutes ago but it's still sat there you know might make a quick call so it's a it's a whole mixture um yeah. and, and fascinating being on a small island as to where that that news comes from and what's the best way to pitch guests to you guys? Mm, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Um, I mean, always a local angle, if it can be yeah. related to the island is good. If it's a, if it's a big name, and, you know, we're always interested in, in big names because, you know, our listeners here, if there was a big celebrity who was sort of for an interview, I always remember interviewing Peter Andre a few years ago. It was a, <laughs> a typical interview about something or other. Uh, he was the spokesperson. So, of course, you talk about that and then you talk about I'm a celebrity and mysterious yeah. girl. And, and actually, you know, the, the Peter Andre Twitter club were out in force listening to us that day. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know so yeah we're, we're always up for any kind of guess if there's an interesting angle I, I don't think we rule anything out really, no I, I suppose the key is relevance um there have been a number of uh, interview opportunities that um I've been offered recently for various programs which relate exclusively to UK uh, happenings UK data UK research and unfortunately that just doesn't apply to us but um if yeah anything which which can apply like you know pop culture um global health you know that's all that's all really exciting so yeah as long as it's relevant we'll always consider mm. it cool and what's been your sort of funniest moment working in radio 
<laughs> I've only worked in radio for three years, but Ben has a corker from back in the day. You started um, work experience and helping out when you were, what, 15? Oh, yeah, I've been knocking around here for years on and off. They just couldn't get rid of me when I was a school kid. Um, yeah, it was about 20 years ago, uh, overnight service, when we first went 24 hours. It was ran off a very uh, simplistic bit of uh, computer software. And um, the presenter on The Late Show that night was covering and he'd never started this overnight service before couldn't get it going and in his panic clicked every button he could started it going bruce springsteen streets of philadelphia was the first song it's like great got it going off he went down the hill home to sleep and it was only the next morning when the breakfast presenter came in to a number of texts and emails and a huge amount of messages left on the answer machine proving that we did have listeners overnight which was the first exciting thing um, what the, over, uh, the Late Show presenter had done was he'd actually clicked the loop repeat button. So when he got Bruce Springsteen going, he'd click the button to repeat the song. So Streets of Philadelphia went out 85 times, one after the other, overnight for five and a half hours. Love the song. But it's a bit slow to hear it 85 times to our overnight listeners. And we were surprised at the time to realise how many people uh, were listening. Um, were treated to, yes, one of Springsteen's um, more slower songs that number of times. The, the great postscript is the regular presenter came back the next night who knew how to operate the equipment properly. And he assured listeners going up to the 1am junction that um, they wouldn't hear the streets of Philadelphia that night. It absolutely wouldn't appear again. But unfortunately... He got a bit confused and loaded the previous night's playlist. So the great irony being when he hit go at one o'clock, Streets of Philadelphia <laughs> blasted out again for the 86th time. Uh, he rectified it very quickly. And I don't think it was heard for about 10 years on the overnight after that. That's a great story. Um, and finally, uh, are you guys planning ahead for sort of, you know, dare I say it, Christmas and other big um, moments that are coming up? You're sort of, you know, planning diaries, looking ahead that far at this stage? Yeah, always. I think, you know, like anywhere else, we always start planning at least six months ahead and often um, we'll have like a debrief after major events and uh, like, you know, um, remembrance services or um, our national day or um, where there's a big parliamentary sitting um, and look ahead from then. So it's always on the agenda, isn't it? But I think for us, because we are currently COVID free and Touchwood will remain that way, it's 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 probably not going to be as different as we might have thought it would have been a couple of months ago i think a couple mm. of months ago we were thinking will we ever get back to the way things were and of course we've got lots of um contingency plans in place but generally speaking we might we might get away with it um yeah, it may um, look yeah. much like it's, other years in, in terms of structure and yeah and it's very much a case you know as we speak at the moment we're covid free you know all the official sort of ministers here say it's a case of when coronavirus returns and you know when it does they are convinced it will at some point but we can contain that um you know it's been really interesting because yeah we changed a bit as a station obviously our news coverage we had some changes to programs but actually and obviously a lot of people work from home but now it's pretty much back to normal so as far as christmas is concerned and fingers crossed we stay in this really good position that we're in it will be mm -hmm. fairly normal we'll, we'll no doubt at christmas reflect the year that's gone by perhaps more than we would normally we've already done some special coronavirus documentaries uh, we had listeners record audio diaries during the lockdown period here which we put into two fascinating documentaries so there may well be a look back at mm -hmm. the year that's gone because 
it has been you know an unbelievable year and as we say Touchwood we're in a, a great position it almost seems like a sort of bizarre dream now looking back yeah. to, to March and April in those sort of you know dark days of, of lockdown um so yeah we will reflect it and, and like you say we're always looking ahead you know what it's like in radio you know you sort of finish one thing and then it's on to the next sort of special occasion yeah. whatever it may be so yeah Christmas will, will be here before we know it I think yeah and um in terms of like special outside broadcasts for the Christmas season or um we often do a program where a group of us will gather and kind of do Christmas stories and carols and memories of Christmases gone by old Manx Christmas stories and things we don't have to worry about social distancing at the moment so it will be it'll be much as it has been Great. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time. It's really interesting to find out, you know, what, what, you know, how things are different, certainly with you guys. And I hope, hopefully that will happen to us very, very soon. And also to find out a little bit more, uh, at, you know, how things work at the radio station. So I want to say a big thank you to Sarah Hendy, programming and content producer at Manx Radio, and Ben Hartley, breakfast show presenter at Manx Radio as well. Thank you so much, guys, for being a part of our Radio Road Trip podcast. No, you're welcome. Thanks very much. See you soon. Thank you. You've been listening to Broadcast Revolution's Radio Road Trip. Follow us on Twitter at Broadcast Revo and Instagram at Broadcast Revolution. Hashtag join the Broadcast Revolution. Yeah.